How resilient do you think you are? Can you identify with or envision having to deal with the loss of one's job, the loss of the family home, the car, and the savings, only to start rebuilding, and then have to face a mental and physical health challenge? All this while also trying to juggle the demands of the additional role of playing caregiver and being still super mom. Many of us over 45 have had to overcome some challenges and real diversity in our life up until this point. And I don't know about you, but I feel very fortunate and very blessed that when I look back in my life, these detours and roadblocks, while they have been tough, it's not as challenging as it has been for many others. Jenna Martin is one of these gals. <laughs> lucky, luckier. <laughs> <laughs> Join me and Shannon as she shares more of her details of her story and how she has really come through a much more difficult road with the power of love, prayer, meditation, and much, much more. Welcome to Life Reimagined with Wendy. I believe we were fortunate to grow up in a unique time in our culture that is helping shape our lives over the age of 45. We are redefining what our lives are like today and pushing the boundaries of what a 45-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 65-year-old, or years young and true adventurer really looks like. Many of us are newly blazing trails and carving out our own purpose-driven path forward. Yep, there have been many unexpected road twists that helped you get here today, but many times these turn out to be blessings. They help you more clearly define what you want. So join me for insights and interviews that show you can face these unexpected challenges and you can come out on the other side stronger and happier. You can make your best days ahead and you can reimagine your next. Shannon Martin is the owner of Jesse May's Gifting Company located in Metro Atlanta, Georgia, mother of three, the wife of 27 years, and the Nana of one who also just turned one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, although we both know that coming through such setbacks can really strengthen us and, and help us create a much better life going forward, it doesn't mean it's always easy. So I think you'll be inspired to hear just how Shannon has come through by working really hard on herself and by choosing joy. I love that. And mm-hmm. by accepting the patience and time it takes to be where she wants to be. So welcome, Shannon. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you. Thank you. And I'm really actually excited because you're also starting your own entrepreneurial uh, endeavor and path. And yes. it's taken a little while to get to, so I'm excited that you get to talk about Jesse May's Gifting Company today as well. Yes, thank you. Okay, so you know you're here because it's life reimagined, right? Right. It's, this is not what we expected it to be. At all. At all. all. So start off by sharing just an overview of kind of all the little detours. And I know the toughest part, I think, for Shannon today is that she's got a lot in her story that she's really come through. And again, I just am in awe. And so uh, Shannon, take a few minutes and really share what uh, what little roadblocks and what detours you've had to navigate 
to get to where you and I are, are touching base today. Okay. Well, as you mentioned before, you know, um, in 2013, we had a major setback because um, I was a stay-at-home mom and my husband was the you know, sole breadwinner. So when he lost his job due to um, base cuttings, they closed a lot of bases. So we really took a hit on everything. We lost our savings. We lost our home, um, eventually losing our car. And it was so devastating at the time because we didn't know what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And we just kept trying to say, okay, this is, we're going through this for a reason. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep, just keep in prayer and we're going to hope that God leads out. And he did. And once we started to build ourselves back up, um, I just started to not feel well. And eventually I ended up in the emergency room one night. I thought that I was having a heart attack, but in fact it was a massive panic attack that I was having. And how old were you at this time? I was 42 at the time. Yeah, this is so young. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, am I having a heart attack at 42? What is going on? You know, arm was hurting, I couldn't breathe, and um, then my whole right side just went out. And that's when I told my husband, I said, you know, I'm glad I'm in the emergency room, but Lord, please let me make it through this because I really thought it was a, you know, life flashing before my eye moment. And once they told me that this is what's going on, you had a panic attack and because depression is his bedmate, you have both. Mm. And I'm saying, okay, well, give me the pill. You know, what can I do? I'm going to shake this off and, you know, just let, send me home. And they're like, no, Miss Martin, it's not that easy. And I didn't know it was going to be an uphill battle from there. And, um, well, and the, cause you're still a mom of three. I mean, you're, you know, still mom. Yes. Every, everything else still, you know, all the other life's worries don't go away. These no. just get added to it. Exactly. And at that time, my kids were so active in school and I was trying to figure out, you know, I'm so exhausted all the time, but yet my daughter was in cheer. My son was in band and the other one was in chorus and all these things. And I'm like, how am I going to do juggle all of this and still just be productive every day? And so it, it started to wear me down a little bit, but, um, luckily, you know, I had my husband there. And he was kind of like, okay, he wasn't sure of what was going on with me. He just knew that something was really just drastic happening because I had never been that way, you know, our whole marriage. And at this time, I think we were, whew, I don't even know how many years, but he didn't know how to, <laughs> he didn't know how to deal with it. So <laughs> um, we were just taking it, you know, a day, at t- a day at a time, you know, and eventually I started to uh, go downhill a lot more. Mm-hmm. before I realized that I had to make a change because it was so, um, it, it's like it happened and I was okay. And then it just plummeted. So I had to really sit back and think about what was going on with me. I had to start researching. I had to start saying, okay, how can I make this better on me? Because I still had kids in college, you know, they were going to college and we were still in their, their activities and we were still doing a lot of things. And I still had a couple at home. So I started to have to really just say, okay, Shannon, you have to realize what is going on with you. Because, you know, you hear about people shaking it off, but I wasn't shaking it off. You know, (laughs) I thought I was broke. I was like, okay, I'm broke. What is going on? And once I started to really understand what was going on, what was happening, um, 
I needed to just take a minute for myself. And that's something I didn't do for a long time. I just didn't stop mm -hmm. and say, okay, this is what you have to do for yourself. And I never did that the whole time. And it was approaching about six years when I was still dealing with it that I started to say, I have to change. And that's when I, I started to realize about meditating, mm -hmm. um, trying to eat better, trying to exercise a little bit, even though it was like just walking. Mm -hmm. I love to walk. Yeah. So um, I had started doing, uh, started to, to start seeing that um, there was this pattern that I had to do. And it was so hard to do when I didn't have a, my whole schedule was about my children. So I didn't have a schedule for Shannon. You know, Shannon didn't have a schedule. So what am I going to do to fill this time? You know, so I was just looking. Well, I, I love the way you just phrased that though, <laughs> because I think a lot of women do that. Mm -hmm. you know, you're so busy taking care of others. I love mm -hmm. that you just said you didn't have a schedule for Shannon. I didn't. I was like, what am I going to do? And that's when I said, okay, how can I make this better for me so that I can be somewhat productive during the day? And that's when I started to realize learning about meditation, eating better, um, praying a lot more because I really um, was lost with that, you know, because when you're going through depression and, and, and these things, you kind of cut yourself off. And I said, started saying what made me happy the happiest part was when I was closest to to God and you have that relationship with him and you're talking and you're saying this you know getting the motions out during the day that's what I, I said okay I have to do my devotionals every day I have to pray you know I have to um take the time out to just start to pour them back into myself I pour so much into my husband you know uh, his job military wife yeah. um super mom, you know, everything that I had depleted myself. And that's why, what drove me to have my panic attack and all these things because I was depleted. Mm -hmm. So I started to say, you know, I have to take time out for me and it's okay because you know, when you're a mom, you're kind of like, well, I don't want to take time for myself because I feel bad and I need to do this. But in a sense, you have to, you know, you have to take that time out to say, what do I want to do? What do I see myself doing in the time? Because like now they're leaving, you know, they're going away. Right. And so right. I don't, I don't have anything to do. And someone's like, well, this is the time that I need to start saying, okay, maybe I need to put into my business more, um, work on my health a lot more and, um, just do start just thinking about what makes me happy. And I hadn't thought about that in a very long time. Very and long that's, time. that's an amazing statement. And I think, most people don't realize how long they go without <laughs> figuring out what they want or what's going to make them happy. You, and you don't because you're just so into the, 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 the circle, the little, the daily, yep. Daily the grind. And you're just going, 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 and you're trying to say, okay, they need this and need that. And you're just um, trying to be there for them. And you don't realize that you're not putting time to yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you do, you're in my situation where you're, you're depleted. Mm -hmm. And then once I started to realize that, um, my mother became sick. She ended up in the hospital and I was like, okay, I knew she had a stroke, but then the next time she said she was in pain. And I was like, mom, why are you in pain? And we found out that she had multiple myeloma cancer, which is a bone marrow cancer. Mm -hmm. And it hit her at 69. Oh, that's still young. 
Yeah. And that's the age where they find it. Mm. So I was like, okay, what are we going to do with this? And they were like, well, she can have basic chemo. But they found that she had like a gene that was, a, they call it a rogue gene. And if we didn't do chemotherapy, it would be back with the vengeance within like three months or so. So here we go with the chemo. We had to do chemo for two weeks. And they said, okay, it worked, but we're still worried about this gene. So now she's doing weekly infusions, um, trying to suppress the gene. And that is so, that took another toll on my health because not only am I now my caregiver, and then I was diagnosed with caregiver strain. I was just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So it took everything that I had worked on before, it just went away again. And I was back mm -hmm. to where I was before, uh, backtracked again with my health. And I just didn't right. know what to do. You know, it just, I was like, Lord, I've, I've made it this far. Now I have another setback. So where do I go from here? You know, and I had to really right. go within myself really hard. And it was a couple of bad days that I had, that I had to really just muster up any energy just to keep going because it was so much at one time. You must have felt so overwhelmed, like way underwater. I, can't I was. Imagine. I, I, my, I would literally, my, all the thing that was left was my hair was on the top. <laughs> when that was left, I was just like, please God, you know, guide me through this once again, because I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And by my being the only person, um, to help my mother, you know, just me and my husband yet again. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were so burnt out with everything that was going on that I was kind of trying not to, uh, go back into having a, a, a massive panic attack again because all of my doctors were saying you're still in a volatile state right now because of everything that's happening. I kept having these mini attacks and I was like, Oh my gosh, what, what now? What's going to happen now? And each time it's like, every time I try to get up again, it's like, okay, well now because you have this and you're overweight, now you have diabetes and now you have this. And I was just like, Lord, if I have one more diagnosis, if I have to go to another specialist, I'm just gonna just say forget it. I'm just I'm just gonna just, just sit here for a minute and just cry. And <laughs> I really had to once again go deep within myself and pray. Because that's the only thing I knew to do. I I really had to ask him to show me what it is I need to do. Because my whole my spirit, my my um joy, my love, everything was gone. And I just didn't know how to get it back. And I had to reset myself again. I just sat down and said, Shannon, you're going to have to really dig deep if you're going to continue. Because I, I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to be, um, you know, suicidal or anything like that. Because that's, my mother kept saying, oh, you're not suicidal. No, I'm not suicidal. Thank the Lord, I'm not. I don't have that intention because I know that tomorrow is going to be a better day. It's just getting to tomorrow. Right. And that was the hard part, getting to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I sat down once again, just prayed, and I just start to say, okay, now, yet again, let's go back to the basics that I learned before, and let's, re let's redo it again. Let's give it one more try, and this, yeah. this time, let's, yeah, let's do it again. Get back on that wheel again. <laughs> let's try to get this going this time, girl, and let's just keep riding. And so that's where I am now. I just take it baby steps every day just just to just to just get up 
you know? Did the, because you're, you were dealing with physical health challenges, mental health challenges, uh, and, you know, questioning everything while being totally underwater. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's important to recognize you, you touched on earlier, you said, I don't have time for this, right? You got three, you got kids to raise, you got a husband to take care of, you guys are, you got a world of, of other things to deal with. You don't have time for this stuff. Right. So how did you get to the point where you actually realized, um, because you kept going, you know, this, 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 that you needed to have patience and that you needed to invest more in yourself or again in yourself and do it again, you know, over and over. So how did you get to the point where you had the patience to breathe through it? Um, I had to just really just, I, I thought to myself, I said, what did I do before that kept me calm? And what am I not doing now? And I realized that I wasn't doing anything. I allowed myself to uh, be submerged again. And I said, well, now, um, after talking with you and other, other ladies, I realized that, okay, I need to come up with a schedule for me. Because like I said before, I didn't have a schedule. So once again, because I was on the roller coaster ride and got flung off it, I had that didn't have a schedule again because I was back to square one, you know, sleeping and tired and all that. So I said, okay, you're going to have to meditate. You're going to have to do the meditation because that's what it was. I wasn't doing the meditation and you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to journal because I wasn't journaling like I'm supposed to. Mm, okay. And, um, you're going to do your devotionals and going to pray daily because you're, you prayed, I prayed throughout the day but actually praying at night was like it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't eat much. I wasn't eating. Mm. So I said, okay, now you have to go back to making your smoothies and have to do these things again. So I started saying, okay, the things I'm not doing, let me try this again. And they really helped. And that's what started me leveling myself back out mm -hmm. and um, being able to tolerate the, um, weekly trips to the hospital, the um, things that come up with her that may not uh, pan out, things that with me with having myself and also uh, taking deep breaths throughout the day, whenever I feel like I was anxious or whatever, to just calm myself down and um, go through and just go through um, the motions again. So it was to a point where that's what I had to do. And yeah. I realized my, my priorities were kind of like, um, they, they ha I had to re-prioritize myself mm -hmm. and re re get myself back on that track because I had fell off it again. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it was so easy to do that you don't realize that it was happening. And then when you realize that you're overwhelmed again, you're kind of like, okay, <laughs> here, here okay. we go. Yeah, here we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize it in the middle. No, you don't until you off and then you're, you're spazzing again. And you're like, what, why am I having these issues? Right. To recenter yourself and say, okay, this is what I have to do again. And it's a, um, ongoing struggle. And you also, and I have to be mindful of things that I'm not doing. And it's, it's kind of easy to say that, but it's really hard. 
mm-hmm. to just be mindful of what you're not doing and what you're not doing to take care of yourself. And it's just a daily thing. Yeah. And I think your comment about the, the significance of schedule is really important because mm-hmm. you, you know, you think, well, if I'm not doing the corporate job, I don't have to have the schedule. Right. And, but then days go by and weeks and months and maybe mm-hmm. you're like, well, I didn't get done what I wanted to do. And I was too busy mm-hmm. taking the kids to cheerleading and to band and mm-hmm. there was no time for Shannon. Right. Exactly. And that is exactly what I was doing. I was just in, in this, this circle. And yeah. I don't even know how to say it. You don't need hamster wheel and you're just yeah. going, going. And you don't realize it until like you say, Weeks later, okay, so I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I right. didn't uh, declutter. I didn't do my hot spots like I was supposed to do, you know, just things to keep me going through the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that done. It's a month later. And that's when you have to realize, oh my goodness, I, I really have to focus. If, and I just made myself say, okay, if I don't do it, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. don't right. really be hard on yourself because you didn't do it. And that was really hard for me. That's you another know, really important point too. Yes. And I was so hard on myself. Like I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I said, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Just take a deep breath and that, okay, you didn't do it this week. Then let's try to get it done. Be mindful of it on Wednesday next week or, you know, Friday or something so that you can just get it done and you can feel like you've accomplished something because when you don't have a schedule and like I have one home now, you know, and his schedule, he's 17. So I don't have to do my, you know, much of anything in it, but I still, uh, you know, have to keep an eye on them, but, um, not as much as before. So now I just have to say, okay, what do I need to do with this time? You know? Yep. Yeah. And so because we've had 2020 is such a, um, turbulent year and you probably have people listening in who have either dealt with health crises or job losses or, you know, changing relationships, whatever. Uh, any other words of wisdom other than just telling them to hang on, but anything else you'd say uh, just to give them a, a moment of inspiration and, and how to get through it? Um, just know that this season that you're going through, it's, it's, it's not going to last forever. That um, God brings you through the storms and he's going to bring you to the end. You know, right now you don't see that because you're in the storm, but mm-hmm. there's going to be the light at the end and just keep going and just keep holding on to, to, to the belief that it's going to get better. It has to get better. That tomorrow is always going to be another day for you to have another, another, you know, chance at something. So just keep going. And that's leading you then to uh, the new exciting entrepreneurial endeavor with yes. that Jesse Mays gifting company. Yes. <laughs> Very exciting. It is exciting because, you know, I've been um, checking at it for a little bit. And so now I'm just like, you know, I have one last one at home. And so what am I going to do with myself? Yep. And I said, you know, this is the time for me to focus on me and what I've been trying to do for years. So um, I'm excited about it. Excited, um, nervous, all that stuff. In, in all the, that stuff. Know. But good emotion. But good nervous. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we'll keep my schedule busy. So yeah. I will have something to do and work towards for myself. Yeah. Great. Well, and I'm going to actually post um, uh, some information about you and uh, your gifting company on my website. So if people can come <laughs> and check that out. 
Awesome. And, um, and to end on a little positive note before, um, on a lighter note, before we kind okay. of talk about where else to find our, our information about our book. Um, so let's go back because you and I are both, quote, over 45. We won't, we don't need yeah. to know where we are in that spectrum. <laughs> but since we no. grew up and television was really different for our generation growing up than any others before us. Yes, yes. And so what's a show from the 80s or 90s that was uh, either like an aha for you or something that was really significant uh, culturally, emotionally, just at, at this stage of your uh, growing up? So what, what from your growing up time? It, ooh. Okay, the, 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 the show that I really loved was um, A Different World. It's because, you know, Lisa, oh, yeah. my name from the Cosby Show was yeah. going oh, to yeah, college. Yeah. So I follow her from the college. <laughs> yep, that's right. And so, yeah, and was it Dwayne Wayne? I love the show. Was the guy's name Dwayne Wayne? Yes. He had the flip yep. glasses. Yep. <laughs> I bought some because he had, he had some. some. So, uh, yes, but I really love that show because uh, <laughs> it showed you how fun college could be, you yep. know, and that's the next level. Yep. And it talked about um, going to a um, historically black college university. Yeah. And all the culture that that was going on at that school, but it also talked about a lot of the things that you were going through as a teenager that, you know, that you may go through like um, whatever the social challenges were back then. Yeah. It was nothing like today. <laughs> back then, <No. laughs> it was, it was, they were a little more simpler than that. You know, like, like you, but um, yeah. so that, that I never missed the episode every, every night that, it just talked about so many good things that, you know, to help you get through life. It just as going through growing up, you know, and getting older. And so I really, really enjoyed it. Oh no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> I about a different world. It's been a while since I thought about that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, Shannon, thanks so much for being here and sharing your story. I am actually, I'm so pleased that you're part of our forthcoming group book. So you and I are co-authors soon. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and that listeners can hear more about your story and more about these challenges and what you're looking forward to. So yes. Shannon and I join eight other amazing women who are sharing their stories of diversity and the roadblocks and life detours that each have had and the insights they gleaned from their own very different personal challenges, and also how it's made each of us much more resilient and truly helped shape the persons and the strong and successful women that we've become. So I will have more information yes. on my website. Yep. So uh, destinationuwendy.com. Uh, so you can get more information about Shannon's story and the book and additional free resources to help if you're stuck in the middle of either a career, a life interruption, transition, whatever it is, and how hopefully you're going to turn the tide and schedule more time for you. Because I really hope these stories that Shannon and others are sharing inspire you to live your life more assertively, take care and focus more on you and control your destiny and the life path that you're creating going forward. So Shannon, thanks so much for being here and thanks everybody for listening. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone.